as we move forward, there can be so many parts and pieces in language that haven't actually ever really been questioned. And that this work is really about retrieving the point of non-acceptance to then unlocking that which is still hurt because of the impact and that naturally acceptance then becomes available and that the acceptance of the failure in the finalization of that is the forgiveness. How often have we said to somebody else, to a friend that is in pain or in hurt and they're suffering, and we would have said something along the lines like, why don't you just forgive them? Because, you know, that's just, you know, forgiveness is just good for yourself. Don't do it for them. Do it for yourself. Yes, that works. And yes, freedom in that moment can be reclaimed. But if that was a pattern that has actually been happening a thousand times throughout our life, are we actually making use of the function to find that first one, that first primary experience? Because we're only emotionally reacting so intensely to what people do because our neurochemistry recognizes its neurochemical associative memory that fires off our emotional reactions. We mm. see it all over again. Oh, here it is again. I hate this part. I'm not <laughs> accepting this part. And it's only happening again because these pieces of ourselves are still magnetizing experiences that are there to serve us with a purposeful function for us to find them, to bring them home, to ask them, do you feel willing to accept that what happened happened? And to navigate that process with it so that the freedom that got so compressed and so suppressed and so trampled upon can actually be returned to, which means that process of we are going back before we were given harm, before we were given trauma, because that original innocence, that is what gets restored. That's what gets reclaimed. That's what gets recalibrated to shine and to be seen and to be held and heard. And then also for it to make its way back into our own wholeness of self. In the true essence, when we understand the work of the internal landscape navigation and the reintegration of aspects of self, we literally take the remaining bit of power that this part of self has, and we take that power away from it, which is the part of forgiveness. And so people will intellectually choose to forgive somebody for what they did. And I find that if the part of self isn't part of that conversation, if the in, in, internal relating isn't around, does she feel willing to forgive what this teacher did, what this primary he did, what the primary she did, what, what happened? in the actual, like, is there a willingness to accept that which happened, happened? And it's a beautiful, powerful question to ask when navigating that internal landscape with a part of self is that it knows whether it is willing to accept that that what happened to it happened. 
But when we ask that question, which is a really pertinent question in the process for reintegration, the answer will either be, yes, I really get it that it's been like that. And I'm, and I'm really just wanting to come home because I no longer want to be trapped in this story because I'm, I'm being related with now. And I see there is a opportunity for reintegration, for love, for transformation, for a re-scripting of that entire story. And sometimes that answer, therefore, is yes, I'm willing to accept the failure of primary he, the primary she, the teacher, the whoever, the third party, the other that did whatever they did out of their own human damage, out of whatever story, but there was a trespass on our sovereignty that happened. Sometimes when we ask that question, do you feel willing to accept that it's really been like this? Do you feel willing to accept that this is what was done to you? When the answer is no, that is so beautiful and relevant because we can then thank that part for saying, no, I'm not willing. And then we can ask, do you feel willing to share why you're not willing to accept what was done to you? And that's when the real essence has the capacity to be released. That is a very subconscious held story of the injustice, of the unfairness, of the wrongdoing that happened. And in my own experience, in most cases, that is answered by like, no, I am not willing to accept it. God, do you feel willing to share why? Yes, because they are just so evil. And then the emotional, like the real layers underneath the layers of first relating with a part of self, but then getting into that emotional currency that it is still bound to, for it to be able to express that, that trespass and that injustice and how that felt in the feelings is just so potent to elicit, so to speak, by simply asking that question. Because once she does release that, what happens is, it's been released. That's what's forever not been allowed to be heard, to be fully received. Even if we spoke that out with friends and they would have said, yeah, that was really wrong. That would not have met her in the place of feeling deeply seen, feeling deeply held because she wasn't actually part of that conversation consciously. Mm -hmm. And this is what I recognize is part of that inner transformative power that relates so much to this notion of forgiveness, which is what like we could ask, do you feel willing to forgive your father for doing what he did? But when we go into the word forgiveness and we look at the syntax of it, what we're actually, what, what forgiveness actually means on a subconscious level is to move to the time so an event happened something was given to us before that thing was given to us this trauma this abuse this whatever it was before that was given we were still whole we were given an infliction that disassociated us that traumatized us and now we are burdened with that impact of what what was shoved into our reality and forgiveness is, is really 
aimed at resolving that which was given to us. But when we look at the word for and then given, it is forgiven. What it really means in the timeline that we are navigating, it means that we are able to not just let go of what was given, but we are moving again. We are returning to the point and the place before it was given. So when we ask people, do you feel willing to forgive them? There's very little understanding in the Western world around what that really means. But on a biological and psycho-emotional level, it implies that you are returning to the point before any of that stuff happens. And that mm -hmm. has to do that the word, there's a word called foregoing. And to forego something is to, to let something go. Uh, when we look at the etymology of for and, and where it's used, it is a um, contraction of the word before. That's where for really sits a lot. We use the word for in other ways where it's like this is for this person. Um, but when we look at the word forgiving or forgiving someone, we're really asking of ourselves to go to a place within ourselves where that which was given is moved before of, because the wholeness that can come about through the process of forgiveness resides in the not just letting go of it and letting it be passed over, but it lies in, in the restoration that was our experience before we got traumatized, before we got impacted, because that is the original wholeness that we get to restore. And so I found the process of forgiveness being something that when we are really getting into the languaging of it, it's really the act of forgiveness is to accept that what happened, happened. And in the transmutive function of acceptance, we then get to gain access to that no longer holding us, that no longer suppressing us, that no longer burdening us, but we get access to what lies beyond the point of acceptance, that what happened, happened. And I feel that the energetic, because language so much governs our consciousness and it mm. so much governs how we relate to reality and the words that we use are so potent in terms of how we, how we see the world, how we relate to concepts and ideas. And of course, forgiveness is just an idea that has been provided to us. It's made up of a bunch of words. We're all just, we've all just learned how to use it because other people have been using it. And I'm really have come to my own realizations around forgiveness is that it is, it is almost like a noun. It's like a thing that you do. It's a thing. It's a it's a process that isn't actually described. Like how does that process play out in our feeling-based world? What are the feelings that are being transmuted and transformed when we choose to forgive somebody? And what happens in the neurochemistry 
when we are aware that there is an imprint, when we are aware that there is a point of disassociation, what happens through the process of forgiveness is that we were happy, 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 and then an imprint happened. And after that, we were impacted, impacted, impacted. And so when we go to the process of forgiveness, we go to the impact point. And one would say that the forgiveness is to dissolve that impact. And really what in our neurochemistry gets removed is of course those years of impact then, but we are being returned to before we were even impacted. And forgiveness doesn't necessarily imply in the common usage for a lot of people that we're going back to the place before any of that happened. And that is the beauty of this work that we're doing is that we are restoring the original wholeness, the original freedom by finding that part of self and not asking it, do you feel willing to forgive your father for doing that? We are recognizing that because the natural order wasn't upheld, because the natural order got trampled upon our feelings got violated, our free will got dismissed and, and rejected and oppressed, we recognize that there was a failure. And the failure, because of knowing syntropy and the natural order, the failure was the natural order wasn't upheld. We were, the natural order existed and existed and boom, there was an impact. Now the natural order got scrambled and we're all over the place for however many years. And so mm. when we go to that impactful place and we go to that impactful point, there was a party as in an other that failed us. And these are usually the primary caretakers or the primary he or the primary she that in any given circumstance would be a grown-up human being that is in an environment, whether that is school or home, those are the two real environments that we're really navigating in, in our early days, that has a primary role and function for caretaking. The caretaking was failed upon and therefore an imprint and an impact occurred. And when we look at it through the lens of how do we come to terms with the fact that as a young child, we were failed. It's really asking not, are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to let go of that? It's more, do you feel willing to accept that that what happened really happened? Because when we forgive in the traditional use of it, we kind of numb out that voice and say, all right, I'm willing to no longer hold on to that. And what we're removing is the little bit of power that this part of self has to get its voice heard. And, and what we're not necessarily diving into or really bringing out is how was that really for you? How was that impact? That was wrong. Yes, it was wrong. Now we're going to forgive it. And then we can move on. It's like, if we get, get into the space of accepting or we're, we're approaching the space of the possibility of accepting the failure of what was done to us, we get to really hear the emotional currency that resides underneath the impactful event. 
And when that acceptance through questioning whether there's a willingness to accept the failure, and when that is a no, we get to ask why do you feel that you're not, do you feel willing to share why you, you cannot accept it? And this is a beautiful quintessential part of the teachings that I retrieve is that humans are the only creatures on the whole of this earth that can live a lifelong staying in a frequency of not accepting that what happened happened. Mm. They will still say up until today, I cannot accept that. I cannot accept that. I will not accept that. And it's like, but it happened. You're, you, we're always reflect something just happened. And I'm like, I'm not accepting that, but it just happened. And so <laughs> this, 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 this distorted way of us having been programmed to use non-acceptance or acceptance has been very much limiting us because we, we then get, keep stuck in this, like, I, I, I didn't accept that. I'm, I'm unaccepting of that behavior. That is unacceptable behavior based on rules, based on ideologies, based. And really, when we feel into why is it that you feel unwilling to accept this behavior, we can then discover the actual truth underneath it. And so questioning in around acceptance to a failure that somebody's performed is so, so relevant to come to the real forgiveness and the real forgiveness is that we return to the place before that event was even given to us. That experience was even given to us. And for me, I speak very little around forgiveness simply because it, it actually, in the common use of it, it doesn't take people back to the place before it was given, what it does, it takes the power away from the part of self that felt wronged. And we now kind of intellectually wipe it over. We say, all right, I am willing to forgive you. And it does work. But what it doesn't do, it doesn't bring home a part of self and it doesn't actually hear out to the fullest why the impact was so hurtful and we don't get to navigate into that terrain that that was given as an impactful, hurtful experience has been accepted that it happened. Because that is the absolute core of trauma, is an unwillingness to accept what happened. And the reason that that is done is because it was unjust, unjust, it was unfair, it was not of love, and it should have been of love. And, and so what we're working with is really finding that, that restoration of the inner truth, of the inner knowing, and all parts of self, ultimately, when they have expressed why they are not able to accept what was done to them that was done to them, soon after... When you ask them, wow, I, I really hear you. And thank you for sharing that you, that you have been so burdened by what was done to you. Once the expressed emotions have been felt and released and articulated, the question then comes back to the first question. How do you feel now about coming home? How do you feel now about accepting that it has been like that? And all of a sudden that, that energetic intensity no longer resides there 
and we actually get to find that that part of self is this yeah, I finally got to share my piece. I finally got to really release what was underneath all of this potential talk around forgiveness or the potential talk of letting go is another one. Are you willing to let go? Yeah, I'm willing, but it doesn't actually allow me to articulate what has really been there all this time. And that's really what I hope that you'll be able to navigate with in your own journey moving forward. And it does take training is to recognize mm -hmm. that there's always been a party, an other human being that failed to uphold the natural order that had an impact. There has been non-acceptance around that impact because it was unjust and unfair and it was not of love. Mm. And when that gets given the recognition that it deserves naturally because of the natural order, there always is an opportunity for a form of acceptance like, ah, yeah, I can see it now. I, I, I get it now. That always has a place for returning. But simple forgiving something. Um, it may work for the little things that younglings do, or it may work very effectively for what, you know, your neighbor did the other day and they come up and they say, hey, I'm sorry, I did that. That was not right. It's like, it's okay. I forgive you. Those are the easy things to use forgiveness for. Um, but in the navigation of this internal work, it's really about finding what still isn't able to accept that what happened and mm. that part has a name that part has a voice that part has total valid emotional reasons to not be willing to accept what happened and then when it finally gets supported in being received around what that inner pain really has been then when asked how do you feel about just coming home with me and us together just changing this whole scenario. Once the emotional release has been, been expressed, there is an opportunity to move before that point of impact. And that is what we do in the subconscious. We hit that pause button. We say, all right, freeze everything. And what we do is we rescript it. So we go before that moment of impact. Before that impact was given, we freeze it. We go before that. We take a distance and we say, how are we now going to make this a magical? This never has happened in this way. Like, how would we want to have this look like? And she always knows. The part of self always knows. It's always about grassy fields and beautiful sunsets and blue skies and togetherness and, and walking down the street. It's always this like happy ending, which is the, the happy that we were wired for, the happy that got so trampled upon. And I just wanted to share that because in the language that we use, there can be as we move forward, there can be so many parts and pieces in language that haven't actually ever really been questioned. And that this work is really about retrieving the point of non-acceptance to then unlocking that which is still hurt because of the impact. And that naturally acceptance then becomes available. And that the acceptance of the failure in the finalization of that 
is the forgiveness? Do I feel willing to accept the failure of that, what happened to me? And when I was feeling that willingness to accept outside of it being maybe an intellectual idea, which is more what forgiveness is, it's like a program to wipe clean some recent occurrence. It's more the acceptance of what happened that causes the process of going back before we were given that experience. And, and that then wipes clean the, the movie strip in our memory base. That then kind of returns us to the original state before any of the rubbish got dumped upon us. And how that shows up then in our life is that the original harmony got restored and the ripple effects of that are just measurable through everything mm. and, and everywhere in ways that a single act of forgiveness is not necessarily traditionally able to, to do in my own experience. Because forgiveness doesn't go into, do you feel willing to accept that what happened to you happened to you? Forgiveness is about, well, still doesn't feel good, but I'm willing to move along. I'm willing to move on. I'm willing to just get over it. And funnily enough, what happens is that that which we just forgave somebody for a month later, a year later, 10 years later, somebody else in a different event, in a different circumstance is going to do pretty much exactly the same. And if we just practice forgiveness, we are practicing a very advanced form of coping. Because mm. we're not going to the original place where the hurt really sits. We're in the process of forgiveness. When somebody says, please forgive me, we're not going into ourselves and say, well, are you open to receive how, how it really affected me? Because this person is already being vulnerable. They're already putting their heart out on the table. Please forgive me. Please just wipe my mm -hmm. conscience clean. <laughs> and so we, we don't say, oh, forgiveness is so much more about other and setting them free than it is about freeing ourselves. Mm. And the freeing of ourselves in the process of forgiveness comes from going to the place before we were given this impactful experience. And that may sound a little bit intellectualized, but in our biology, there are unique processes that I have found language around that are more powerful and more realistic in how they help us actually reintegrate and really resolve and really restore the original blueprint, which I keep coming back to over and over again the restoration of that blueprint the restoration of the natural frequencies and that comes about by feeling into that that essential energy of not the trauma so to speak where non-acceptance of what happened still resides mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful mental tool because whenever you hear yourself say this to yourselves like i'm not willing to accept that it's like, oh, oh no, I have a new definition around acceptance. That's interesting. 
why is it that I don't feel willing to accept that? Well, that's not how it's supposed to be done. Or that is, no, 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 no. It's like, all right, well, am I willing to come into acceptance of what they did? And even if it's a small thing, acceptance of that which happened, that it happened, is so much more powerful than to say, well, I'm not accepting that what happened happened, but I'm willing to forgive it. It's like, did, yeah. you, def did you therefore accept that it happened? No, no, no. I, I still don't accept that it. I don't accept that in my reality. All right. Well, if you say that to the universe, guess what? The universe is going to deliver for you. Uh, you ordered some yeah. more of that, which you don't accept. Um, here's some <laughs> more of that. And so I really wow. just wanted to include that here. So mm. there is an expansion of awareness, how language has so many limitations that are not easy to just unlicit. They're not easy to just uncover. They take time, but how I uncovered them is actually just communing with the selves. Mm. When I started asking, do you feel willing to forgive? And, and I had a part of cells like, of course not. You think I'm going <laughs> to. Well, it has nothing to do with him. I'm stuck with the pain. I'm, I don't, it's not about setting that person free. I want to become free. There's this idea that, that when we do forgiveness, acts of forgiveness, that we get, that we, you know, cut those cords to the people that, that, and we set them free. Yeah, but what about your own freedom? Do you be, yeah. do you become more free emotionally? Because those ties emotionally to us are all performing a function with purpose for our own freedom, not for their freedom. But when we make it about us and ourselves and not about forgiving other, but we get to the forgiveness for ourselves before we were given something, the freedom is restored. And naturally, guess what? The people that prior to this awareness we were setting free, they're naturally let go of. They're naturally forgiven. They're naturally no longer performing a function with purpose for our own return to wholeness and to freedom. <laughs>